Welcome to The Feminine Frequency. I'm your host, Amy Natalie, women's empowerment coach, feminine embodiment guide, and creator of The Feminine Codes. This podcast is designed to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your frequency, and empower your mindset. We cover everything from increasing your confidence, trusting your intuition, deepening intimacy in your relationships, and magnetizing abundance into your life. Each week, you'll receive a new episode filled with feminine wisdom and inspiration to remind you of the magic that already lives inside of you. Ready to dive in? Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to this empowering conversation with a dear soul client of mine, Bethany. Bethany recently finished my Empowered Feminine Mentorship, which is a private mentorship where I work one-on-one directly with my clients in a really intimate setting to support them on their spiritual journey and to connect more deeply with their feminine energy. And I'm really inspired to share about Bethany's journey because there are some common themes that she uncovered and that she was struggling with that are very universal for many women on their spiritual journeys. So when Bethany first came to work with me, she was struggling with burnout. She had been in masculine overdrive, taking care of her kids, not really making a ton of time for herself. And we really worked on reconnecting her with her intuition, giving herself space for self-care, and also being able to process her emotions in a healthy way so that she can show up for herself and for her family. One of the themes that I really want to highlight here is the challenge that many women have with receiving support or asking for support. And there's so much programming that we have as women around needing to be these independent women who don't need other people, or there's programming around not feeling worthy of asking for support, feeling like you're being a burden if you ask for other people for support. And I love that Bethany had such a huge breakthrough in this because part of the feminine, a really deep principle of the feminine is receiving is learning how to receive, receive support, receive abundance, receive love. And when we can learn how to receive support, when we can open to receive, when we're in that receptive energy, everything flows so much easier. We are not meant to do life alone. We're not meant to struggle alone. And opening to receive support in whatever way that looks like for you is something that I really want to invite you to take a look at in your own life. Now, throughout this conversation, if you are feeling inspired by the work that Bethany and I did together and you are curious about what it would be like to work with me as a one-on-one mentor, I invite you to scroll down in the show notes and click on the link to apply for my private mentorship. Once you fill out the application, then we'll set up a complimentary 30-minute call and confirm if the private mentorship is the right fit for you. And 
and I am currently only taking on one new client at the moment. So if that feels like you and your soul is like, yes, I'm ready for this deeper level of love and support and accountability, then I invite you to fill out the application today. And before we dive into this conversation, I have another special invitation for you. I would love to invite you to join me in the Empowered Feminine Facebook community. This is a free community of other like-minded women from all around the world. And what I'm doing in that community is inviting deeper conversations around the weekly podcast episodes and also providing unique value and unique content that I'm not offering anywhere else. So the Empowered Feminine Facebook community, you can find that through the link in the show notes as well. Come on over and I would love to invite you into this conversation around any questions that you might have, any insights that you have from these weekly podcasts and a way for us to connect on a deeper level. All right, enjoy this conversation and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, Bethany. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Hi, Amy. Good to be here. This is so exciting because I know that even coming on here and saying yes to sharing your story is really a growth edge for you and a step outside of your comfort zone, which is really what this work is all about. And I'm really excited to connect with you today to share your story and also to inspire some of the women who are listening. Uh, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yes, I feel like I've being seen has been a thing for me probably my whole life. And so this is definitely out of my comfort zone, but I'm very happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and that's really something that that as we've evolved on this journey and we've talked about is often when you've gone through your own transformation, when you've been on your own journey, there often is this natural inclination to want to share with others, to want to support others on their journey in some way, shape, or form. And so I know that's something that you're in the exploration of. And so this is a really beautiful first step. Agreed. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Well, before we get started, I'd love for you to share, introduce yourself and just share a little bit about who you are, where you live, and give our listeners some context. Cool. Um, My name's Bethany. I'm from Minnesota. My husband and I moved to Oregon 15 years ago. We were in Portland for a few years and now have been in Bend, Oregon for the last 11 years. Uh, We had three kids in the last five years. I have a four-year-old, three-year-old, and a one-year-old. So that's Mm kind of rocked our world in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Three kids in five years is a lot. (laughs) It has been. Yeah. And it's really beautiful to see how your practices and your devotion to your own growth is contributing and supporting you to be, you know, a connected and present mom and to deepen your relationship with your husband and really just enhance all these different areas of your life. So um, excited to share a little bit more about that. And I'd love to rewind back to when maybe you first heard about my work, heard about the podcast, because you've been a podcast listener for a long time now, huh? 
Yeah, I think I actually, without even realizing it, probably was listening to your first podcast when they came out. Um, and at that point, I was kind of dabbling, trying to find something just to uplift me with days at home and just had connected with a couple. And then I found yours and it was just like, it just felt like exactly what I needed. And it was just that kind of medicine in my day to um, just feel better. I felt like I was in a pretty dark, lonely place, just kind of starting to realize I wanted a spiritual journey and not knowing much else, reading books and not really sure where else to turn. And I just felt like such a connection with you and your podcast and just everything you were sharing. Mm, Thanks for sharing that. I also remember on my personal journey when I was first starting in, you know, health and, and personal growth, that podcasting was something that listening to podcasts was something that was really beneficial for me and made such a big difference. Like you said, something that you can plug into, that you can tap into new wisdom, new information, new ways of thinking about things, new energy. And that's definitely what inspired me to start this podcast Mm -hmm. is because I've been there and I love that you, when you reached out, you're like, yeah, I think I've been listening to your podcast for two years now. And I was like, yeah, that's basically when I started it. So (laughs) you've been along for the whole ride and here we are coming full circle and on the podcast. (laughs) It's kind of crazy to be on this end of it, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm super grateful for the whole journey for Mm. all that you've put out and just being a part of it. Mm, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about, you talked about that time in your life where you were feeling like some darkness some heaviness and you had started your spiritual journey because once we connected, you've been exploring for a couple of years. So tell me a little bit about, you know, when you reached out and you're like, okay, I'm ready to work one-on-one. I want to know more about your private mentorship. Like what was happening in your, your mind? What was happening in your world at that time? Days seemed really long. I felt really alone. I was just, I felt, even though I was doing all this spiritual journey, I feel like it wasn't really clicking. Like I didn't quite find the peace that I was hoping to find from it. I guess depressed is probably the right word for it. It had been a pretty big roller coaster just between kids, the like excitement of being pregnant, the stress of newborns the lack of sleep, and then just, you know, all the responsibility that comes with it. I felt like so much was being asked of me and I didn't feel like I was doing the job that I wanted to do. And I felt like I wasn't putting myself first. I felt like I needed to put my kids first. And I was just trying to give from an empty place, really. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I had done everything that I could think of, or, you know, I was always trying to get new books. I was like, oh, this is it. This is going to be my new thing. And this feels good. It feels truthful. And for whatever reason, it just, I felt like it was like maybe a little bit out of the dark hole and then just nothing really got me to where I just could say, I feel better. It was just kind of a, a little bit here, a little bit there. But yeah, I never really got what I was searching for, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I think the kids have definitely been the catalyst for me. I'm sticking to this. I feel like sometimes I can be a little flaky on my pursuits, but I feel like my kids, I just, I wanted better for myself so I could give more to them. 
And yeah, I heard you a couple of times talk about your coaching. I thought about it, thought about it. And then it kind of came to, I can't stay in this place anymore and I don't know what else to do. And so I called Amy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so happy you did because (laughs) I've really enjoyed and been so honored to support you. And it brings me a lot of joy to know that the work that we've done together is having such a beautiful impact on your kids, on your family, and of course on you too. Um, But that's what I love about working with women is that, you know, we really are the epicenter of so many things in our lives. And when we're feeling good, we can contribute to our relationships. We can contribute to the world around us in the ways that we want to. But when we're feeling depleted or depressed, it's really hard to share our gifts or to share our love from that place of fullness, from that place of overflow. And it can sometimes cause a little bit of that like resentment or frustration when like you're just depleted and and exhausted all of the time. And one of the things that we discovered pretty early on was the the understanding that through having your kids and through you know the the role of of not only being a mom but also taking care of your house you know that there you had reached a point of of burnout in in your own way and i i think when we when we got to that point i remember you saying wow i didn't even really realize that that's what was happening and that's something that i see a lot in coaching is sometimes we're so in our own world and we can only see what we see, but there's blind spots where we can't even recognize like, oh, I'm in pretty deep or, oh, I didn't even realize like what this is. And once we point those out and illuminate them and have someone else outside of you be able to reflect that, then that's where the, the transformation, the shift can start to happen. So what was that like for you just coming to that acknowledgement or that recognition that you were in a place of burnout? I think it was huge. It kind of gave me the okay that I really do need to work on myself and give myself the time and space that I know I need. Yeah, everything was just kind of feeling hard and I would get down on myself for not doing better. And then that was just like a vicious cycle of guilt and shame and negative self-talk. And that was not obviously helping at all. And so I think just the awareness of burnout was like, oh, I feel like that gives me knowledge and power to turn this around and to not have the guilt about taking that time for myself. Before I thought it was like, my kids need something, I should be there for them. Well, like I I wasn't able to give them nearly as much as I am with taking that time for myself. And it's from such a truer and fuller place that I'm coming from in just a little bit of time that it's been that we've come to that realization, I guess. I don't think I would have come to it on my own. So (laughs) I'll give you credit on that. Mm, Yeah. And having that permission to be like, yeah, it is important for me to prioritize myself and recognizing, like you said, when you do that, that you are able to have more capacity to give to your kids and to show up for them. And that's, that's a really big turning point that you had to get to of, okay, like I get to put myself first. I get to do my practices. I get to take care of myself. And when I do that, everyone wins versus 
the mom guilt, which is so common where it's like, oh, if I do anything for myself or if I'm not there for my kids 24 seven, then I'm a bad mom or I'm, I'm doing something wrong. And that's just our programming. We're so cultured to have the martyr syndrome, to neglect ourselves as women. And that is definitely shifting. And I'm really happy that you get to be an example of that, of being able to shift that for yourself and to show that that's possible. Yeah, no, it's been huge. I'm just thankful, thankful that it has turned around and that I've realized the importance of that time for myself. And I think just the way you um, were so practical with me about it, knowing that it is pretty hectic and busy around here. And I just feel like the compassion that you showed me was such an example of how I can be with myself before it was like, I thought I always had to hold myself accountable. And if I didn't do it, then like, I don't know, I need to punish myself or, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't a good cycle of self-talk going on. There's a lot of goals set and a lot of negative self-talk when I didn't make them. And so I think it's nice to have the goals and inspiration, but it's also good to show yourself love and compassion when you don't maybe do what you say you're going to do or, you know, just the Mm -hmm. compassion was a big piece that was missing. Yeah. And that's a huge journey because so many ambitious women are women who are, you know, want to grow and are on this growth journey. It's like, yeah, I want to be better. I want to grow. I want to evolve. And then there's this other voice that's constantly talking shit to you, basically like constantly, you know, putting you down when you're not perfect or you don't do everything. And it creates that vicious cycle, like you said, with the judgment and the shame, and then just getting back to the same place, like kind of digging a hole and getting back to where you started. So yeah, the intentions were there, but then like the, the self-talk was, was sabotaging them. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And tell me a little bit more about, so we talked about this inner shift of, of the self-talk and starting to be more kind and compassionate to yourself. What were some of the other inner shifts that, that you've noticed throughout this journey, things that have changed internally mindset wise, or how you navigate your emotions? Like, what do you feel have been the biggest shifts for you? Um, tuning in has been like a big one. And what I'm kind of most excited about at the moment, I feel like I'm wanting to just live a life of truth and just really coming from the heart. Um, I feel like I've been living in a lot of shoulds um, and that's definitely been a shift into more of what I want to do, what's exciting to me, what feels good and just tuning into that. And it's kind of just like still exciting to me that I'm like, that's what I get to have as my gauge. You know, it doesn't need to be the the list of things I think I should be doing. I can operate by tuning in and choosing what feels best. And I think that's just been kind of a really exciting awareness around that. And then just like within myself, I, that is mirrored in our family life too. I feel like it's just been a lot more laughter and fun and excitement and games and playing and prioritizing fun, I guess, has kind of been what we've been doing at home. And I feel like that wouldn't have happened had the inner shifts Um, been happening that would have been coming of like a place of force or should we should get the kids out we should do this but now it's kind of like no this is we're all having fun doing this and 
this is what we get to prioritize. And it's really when it comes down to it, like the most important. So Mm. it's been, I feel like a roundabout way to get there. Um, But it's cool to just be here and be thinking like this. And yeah, the tuning in, I feel like is something that I maybe knew about before, but definitely um, didn't make it a part of my daily practice. I feel like I'm meditating for sure in the morning, almost always at night. But then I'm still trying to throughout the day, like really little things like going to the grocery store. I'm like, that grocery store sounds terrible to me. What about this one? And like just adjustments throughout the day that just feel good. Mm, Yeah. And so let's elaborate on this tuning in because I think it's a really important piece of this. So when you say tuning in, one of the things when you filled out like your intake form and we got started, you're like, I want to be able to listen to my intuition. I want to feel connected to my truth. And Mm -hmm. before, like you said, you were doing a lot of shoulds, what you had to do, the laundry list of things. And it was kind of never ending because when you have kids, the cleanup happens every day and the the putting food on the table happens every day. And there was just a lot going on. So this tuning into your intuition, I love that you talked about how, okay, do I want to go to this grocery store or another one? And, and tell me a little bit more about like what it feels like to you when something feels like a yes and what it feels like when something feels like a no. I think excitement is probably my biggest gauge. I mean, maybe not super excited about any grocery store, but it's definitely like when I think, for instance, this just happened yesterday. So when I thought of the one, it just felt constricting to me or just like, I don't want to go there. And then when I thought of the other one, I was kind of like, hmm, that sounds pretty good. I don't mind that. Like I can see myself going. I feel good about being in those aisles. Like it just feels funny it is like the smallest grocery store in town, but it felt like the most expansive to just be there. So, yeah, I just think it's a lighter feeling too, but I think just an overall, like, this feels good, you know? And when you're talking about things like grocery store, I mean, you're not going to like get so excited about them, but it's for like that gauge to like during nap time, I have usually a list of things that I'm thinking about doing and it's kind of going through and like, what is exciting or what do I have energy for is another big one. Like, Mm -hmm. even like, am I just making myself do this or I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm into that. Let's do it. And then I just find that by choosing the things that I'm excited about or that feel good, I am still getting everything else done. It's like, my day is just like, I'm getting a lot more done and everything's just feeling a lot better. Mm-hmm. Then when I was trying to force myself to complete the list. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was one session where there was such a breakthrough. And when you shared this with me, I was like, oh, like, this is it. This is why I do this work. This is like the purpose of it. And you, you mentioned, I don't know if it was the word excitement or joy or like that lightness where you're like, I'm starting to feel that more often. Like I'm getting glimpses of that. And then you had started to have more of that versus the kind of heaviness and the darkness that you were feeling before. So like that transition was really awesome to witness where you're just like, Oh, I actually am enjoying. I think that was the word. I think that (laughs) Instead of just going through the motions and going through the things I have to do, I'm actually enjoying my life right now. Yeah. Enjoying playing with my kids, enjoying, you know, creating activities together. Like that is, is, 
a huge shift and such an example when you follow and you start to make more choices that are in alignment with your truth the joy is naturally there when we're resisting the truth and we're forcing things, then of course, we're not going to really enjoy our day. Like it makes sense. No, totally. I do remember that conversation. I I remember saying, I think I dare say I'm enjoying my day more. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it was like, you know, that was kind of the middle ground. I feel like where it was just starting to break up up until that point. I don't feel like I felt much excitement ever or had been a while, you know, since I had felt excited about much. And I was just, yeah, really starting to notice that more days and more parts of the days I was really starting to enjoy and really take in those good moments and really appreciate them. And like just more of the grateful feeling too. And then, yeah, I feel like at this point, I just have so much more excitement and I just feel so much more inspired. And I just feel like, yeah, I'm excited for all the future has. It's in mm-hmm. that four months ago, like that would not have been the case for me to even think that that was possible in this amount of time. Mm, so good. Yes, exactly. Exactly what brings a big smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so there were a couple of other pieces that I wanted to highlight from your journey. One of them is that we talked about and worked alongside, you were working with, with a naturopathic doctor and you're working on your health and your well-being. And I'd love for you to share how like this mindset work and the spiritual work has supported you on your health journey. Well, I think it just gave me the clarity that I need to figure this out. This is what's most important to me. And I need to like get all the support I can and all the answers that I can that are available to me. And so I feel like, like I remember asking you like a lot of nutrition guidance. um, And then I was kind of like, well, it's kind of hard without like actual numbers to even know, you know, we're kind of like blindly trying to figure out parts of why I feel terrible. And I knew that um, my health, like nutrition and all that was part of it. And so I just wanted the answers of that part too. I think it's all part of the support. I think before I really felt like, and not like I wouldn't go to the doctor. I just felt more like I wanted to find the right doctor. I wanted to find someone that just felt right. And that wanted to go all in and do all the tests and just like know once and for all, like, well, not once and for all, I guess for right now, just what's going on. And yeah, knowledge is power. I feel like that was kind of the whole gist of it, but yeah, it definitely was, I feel like beginning with you. And then shortly after making this appointment, I feel like it had been maybe a month after we worked together. I was kind of like, I feel like I need to take this more seriously too. So it was all just kind of supporting myself so that I can get to where I need to be to mm-hmm. be a better mom. You know, I feel like the mom piece keeps coming up and I feel like it just is, I had a long road to get to where I wanted to go and I'm still not there and I still have a long road to go, but I just feel like I'm on the road. Like I'm not like searching like through the woods, wondering how to get to where I'm trying to go. So now I have more answers. I've got more clarity. Yeah. I just feel like I'm in a much better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, to kind of highlight that 
because you were devoted to feeling really good. Once you start on this path, it's really about alignment. And if you're eating foods and you're drinking things that are not in alignment with who you are and it slowing you down, making you sluggish, then there's, there's an, a misalignment it's out of balance. So yeah, in, in prioritizing your own spiritual journey, it also allowed you to be like, okay, what else is out of alignment that I really get to look at and prioritize for myself? Yeah. And drinking was a big one. Drinking's always been like a big part of my life, um, in my adulthood. And I think since having kids, it's just become more of a, it's like, hangovers are just not helping my day. And I feel like they were, I was just noticing that anytime I was drinking, waking up was becoming harder and harder. And I think it was just kind of putting the spotlight on that with us working together and just making the choice that I don't want that to be such a big part of my life and that it can't be if I'm yeah, wanting to be in alignment with my truth. So mm-hmm. such a big shift. And yeah, and that's something that you had been working on for a while. And is, is shifting your relationship with alcohol and prioritizing feeling good. And, and you've done such an incredible job at at making that transition. Yeah. For some reason it's been easy this time. Like it hasn't been if, yeah, I've done it in the past, mostly because I'm pregnant, but this was just, I guess, and maybe in the very beginning when we started doing it, it was a little bit more resistance, but I feel like in the second half of us working together, it was just kind of like clear that it's not serving me and I'm ready to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the letting go of the habits, letting go of things that are no longer in alignment is, is definitely one of the, the more challenging parts of this journey. So celebrating you on that. <laughs> and yeah, the other piece that I wanted to really highlight, which I know a lot of women struggle with is the idea of being open to support, understanding that like, we can't do it all. And we're also not meant to do it all, but we put pressure on ourselves to yeah. do it all. So tell me a little bit about what your relationship with asking for support was like before, like what, what was that resistance like? I don't know why it was so strong. I guess my mom was the mom of four. I mean, my dad was around, but he was working and she did it all on her own. And I just kind of assumed that I should be able to do it on my own and just felt, yeah, I guess shame is probably the biggest feeling I felt around asking for support. Kind of, I felt like I was inconveniencing people by asking for support. I felt like a failure for asking for support and I needed it. You know, I needed, I needed support. And I feel like reaching out to you is the first step of asking for it. And now I think I'm just ready to take any support offered in any direction. Like I'm, I'm all about it. Um, I want more of it and it's just what makes it all work. You know, it's my kids get more like asking my mom for support with the kids. My kids have more love in their life with having them around even more, just even if it's one more time a week and just those little breaks for myself too. And yeah. And just more time with John and I, if it's date night and no, I'm, I'm all about it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a big shift. And yeah, yeah, now you get to go have awesome date nights with your husband. Yeah. Which you haven't had a date night in how long? Until we worked together. Gosh, I want it, it had been months, I want to say. And I feel like you had to tell me like four times that I don't know, it's time for a date. And I'm like, but it's almost summer. My mom's working still. One day, one day. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, one day we'll do it. <laughs> yeah and you're it shouldn't take of that like much. how important it is and it's so important it's so fun and it's just good for us to be able to have that time to connect I feel like even at home like yes we're connecting we're connecting as a family but there's a lot of interruptions and just to have that one-on-one time is you know we're the foundation of our family and so it's a uh, it's a good thing to have to do. <laughs> yeah, I really admire the way that you and John relate to each other and how supportive you are both for each other. And I, it's so beautiful to hear that, you know, you are prioritizing that time together and able to enjoy your relationship more. Yeah, no, yeah. he's the best. We've been together since we were little and mm-hmm. I feel very lucky, very lucky mm-hmm. that he's my partner. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> So the final piece here that I want to talk about is the the piece where you, you know, you wanted to do this, you wanted to coach together, you're, you were a soul yes, you're like, I know I want this, I know I need this, but there's a part of me that feels like afraid or unworthy of investing in myself, of of investing the resources in myself. So what was that process like for you and what came up for you when it came to the investment for coaching? I feel like over the years, like I had started to spend a little bit more, a little bit more on just courses that I wanted to take. And even each time I would spend like that amount on a course, it's, I even struggled with that going back and forth. If I should do this, if I shouldn't do this, will I even do it? Will it make the difference that I want? You know, just with the smaller amount of money, I feel like I still struggle with those decisions. And so to do something at this level was definitely a stretch for me. It's probably the most John and I have ever disagreed on spending money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was hard for me to make a decision. No, it wasn't that he didn't support it. It was just that he definitely had some reservations about it. We were buying a house at the same time. And that was part of the complication, I guess. But I just felt like it was time to kind of make that commitment to myself and kind of the declaration, maybe even to the universe that I'm worth it and that I'm ready. I felt like it was just time Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't stay in the place that I was anymore. And I really didn't know what else to do. So it was the clearest path that I could see. And after following you for a couple of years, I knew, I knew I was in good hands. Like it was, I'm just very, very glad that I did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because I know that a lot of women can, can relate to that. And even after you made the investment, there were fears that came up. I think we waited, I don't think it was like a month or from the time you signed up to when we started and there, there was fears that came up, but you're like, yes, this is, this is, I know this is what I need. And I just honor you for, for trusting that. And I was thinking today about investments because I've, I've invested so much in coaching myself. And so I'm not just referring to other women investing in my coaching, but just the, the understanding of like, what does that mean to invest in yourself in this way? And 
you know, sometimes people will try and compare things to like their gym membership or their therapist or their rent or like, I don't know, all these things. Right. And when I really think about coaching and what we've talked about today is that what we're investing in, what I'm investing in, what you're investing in is transformation. It's life-changing. It's being the person that you came here to be. And I know in the mind, it can be so hard to rationalize like, yeah, I'm going to spend money on that. And I'm going to spend a lot of money on that. And, you know, I think that it takes a lot of courage to, and, and commitment to be like, I'm worth this transformation. And I know that my life and that the other areas of my life are going to benefit from this too. And, and, you know, as a coach, I have lots of different offerings. Obviously I have this free podcast. I have lower cost courses that women can be in. So one-on-one isn't for everybody and it's still a stretch. Like when I invest in myself, it's always a stretch. It's not, it's, I don't take it lightly. And yeah, I just feel so honored to have soul clients like you and, and women who are, are ready to do the work and to do what it takes and to be uncomfortable in order to get to the other side. So yeah, celebrating <laughs> you and, and yeah, appreciating our time together. And this is such a beautiful way to, to recap it all. <laughs> it really is. I'm so yeah. thankful for you, Mimi. Yeah. Thank you. And lastly, is there anything specifically around about my coaching or about this process that just really resonated for you that worked for you because there, there are so many different coaches. There's so many, you know, styles of coaching or different options for personal growth. And so, yeah, if there, there's anything that you want to share about either my style of coaching or this, this specific process that, that really worked for you that resonated for you. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I think how you showed up at every session was just like, I felt your energy and I feel like I felt so heard and comfortable and safe. I feel like I always had something that I was kind of throwing at you and like seamlessly you would hear it. We'd work through it. I would leave every session with just like tangible focuses and goals and highlights. I'm trying to think there's just so much that I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase it all. I feel like for me, probably the biggest difference was just the accountability, but in such a compassionate way, I feel like I needed to have you show me how I needed to be for myself. I feel like I was too lost to quite know how to navigate even Mm. myself. And I feel like I needed that consistent accountability, but I also needed the compassion piece just as much. Mm, yeah, so important. And I'm so happy that I was able to create that space for you and, and for you to now have that, that wisdom inside of you and that relationship with yourself where you can hold yourself accountable, but also be really gentle and loving with yourself and not come from that place of like the disciplinary and like the, the being hard on yourself all the time. Yeah, no, agreed. (laughs) Yeah. So what is next for you from this place of alignment, of feeling connected to yourself, of listening to your intuition, of being more present with your kids? Like, what do you feel is next for you on your journey? What's your vision right now? Yeah, it's pretty vague, but I think the biggest thing is I just want to live my best life from a very truthful, soul-led place and ideally inspire others to do the same. 
I feel like it's been such a turnaround in such a short amount of time. And I just know there's must be other people that are in um, dark places and struggling. And I just want to kind of bring a light to their lives too. And I'm not exactly sure what that is or how that looks, but yeah, it's really focusing on trying to live my best life and then some way taking that out and inspiring others. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I I love that vision Mm -hmm. and I see it happening already. And here we are, you're doing it. Yeah, (laughs) This has been fun. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank Uh you so much for being here with me. And I can't wait to share this with all the lovely listeners of the podcast. Thank you, Amy. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you found value from this conversation, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Amy Natalie Co. I always love hearing from you. Send me a message. Let me know your takeaways. Also, I have a beautiful free gift for you. If you have not already downloaded the Empowered Feminine Morning Ritual, it is a 20-minute audio guide for you to listen to in the morning to start your day feeling empowered and embodied. You can find the link for that recording in the show notes. And lastly, if you are a regular listener here and you enjoy this podcast, I invite you to leave a rating and a review. This is the best way to support this podcast in reaching more women around the world. To leave a rating and a review, you can scroll down on the podcast app on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes and leave a quick review to share what you love most about this podcast and how it has impacted your life. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next Monday for another episode of The Feminine Frequency.